0: we are going to look at a straightforward subject, meditation. And I have with me three people Priscilla, Julia, and Headley. And we are going to look at meditation from a point of view of the Rasmus Foundation, how we do it, other people do it in different ways. First of all, I'd like to find out how you feel about meditation and what it has done for you. So, Priscilla, if I may ask you to begin with, does it work well for you?
1: Yes, it seems perfectly natural, really. And I think that what I appreciate most about it is that I can understand that sometimes I don't go that deep. Um, Other times I go extremely deep into meditation. So I just take it as it comes, really. But it's a, a wonderful. Thing
0: to have. So, do you sit quietly in a room? Do you listen to music or anything, do, or do you just go into it well, quite find, naturally? Now,
1: I find other things distracting. Really, so I like it to be quiet, and I just sitting quietly, almost almost anywhere that I can be on my own, and okay. um, just seeing how it goes. Sometimes it would be maybe just what we call browsing and maybe the brain is working overtime and other times I can go straight in, which is wonderful when that happens.
0: So, so when you, you're in meditation, how does it feel?
1: It's like, it's a bit like being underwater scuba diving and it's weightless and, and very comforting i guess you could say Um, it the wonderful thing is there's no absolutely you realize that you can arrive at a state of not having any fears or worries at all and that you're it teaches you that you're never alone i think you're never alone and meditation gives you that
0: feeling And when you come out of meditation, how do you feel then?
1: I'm very reluctant to come out if I go in
0: (laughs) (laughs) deeply. Okay.
1: So when I come out, it's fine, but I always think how I'd like to stay there.
0: That's interesting. And Julia, how about you?
2: Well, for me, a meditation is something that gives me peace, a peaceful feeling, and I feel very, very relaxed. and. It's also an opportunity for me to quieten the brain and thinking about all sorts of things I might be doing in my day because normally I, I meditate um, before breakfast in the morning. So I can switch off from all those thoughts, quieten the brain and really just relax. And it's good for me, I'm finding it easier now, good for me to yeah. in a way surface the mind and see what thoughts come from the mind but physically, I get very relaxed. And I feel a great sense of peace, I think, from myself, but also I sense others draw near and feel their peace as well. So it's it's really, really beneficial. And also, I find if I'm feeling, for example, quite tired, um, I use meditation to help me build up and get a little bit more energy back, you know, ready for my day.
0: Okay. So that helps with, with that as well, does it? I find when I try, I tend to fall asleep. That's my problem. But uh, well, well, that's just me. Yeah, I don't
2: think that's a problem, Paul. I mean, I think some people have said they fall asleep. And I my mm. feeling is if you fall asleep, then that's obviously what you perhaps need physically. And that's not a bad thing. And perhaps another time you won't fall asleep. But I don't think that's something to
3: worry about.
0: And Hedley, how about you? What do you get out of meditation?
3: Um, Well, most of my life um, I've done creative work and I find um, very often if I'm searching for an answer to a problem or I'm looking for ideas for a particular project, um, I will definitely go into a, a meditation and see what surfaces and what comes into my mind. And I really benefit from that practice in that way as well, as well as with all the other things that have been mentioned so far. Extremely peaceful. When I come to feeling a bit tired at times, even just 10 minutes meditation quietly somewhere on my own, um, I kept my energies back, and uh, it's very refreshing in that way as well.
0: And where would you go to meditate? Anywhere or somewhere specific?
3: That um, you have in usually, mind? If, if I'm at home, it'll be somewhere where I'm comfortable. Um, if in the old days when I was working uh, in London, I would at lunchtime I would go into a local church and just sit there quietly. Um, It was always very peaceful. And just even, as I say, 10 minutes away from a busy office and noise and everything, it was just refreshing and uh, gave me the energies uh, I needed to uh, get on with what normally could be quite a stressful day.
0: What made you start doing this, Priscilla? Was it something that you heard about and thought I'd give that a go? Or, or...
1: I investigated um, meditation through um, a group of people who it was, it was good for the time. I was studying at the time and it really did help me with studying, but it was slightly different to how I see meditation now and how the Erasmus Foundation um, approaches it
0: it was always given this mystical um, label, wasn't it? Um, Yes,
1: a little on that level, yes.
0: You see this completely different now, do you?
1: Not completely differently. It's just there there were some, as you say, other aspects, which I now realise weren't really necessary. And uh, it's a much simpler process than some organizations would like, would lead you to believe because I think most organizations try to even in mindfulness try to get you to believe that their way is the only way
0: okay and, um, well again we're we, you know each to their own as we say don't we yes so, exactly. so, so I think we'll leave it, it, it there it's so. very
1: very simple
2: much simpler than people realize
0: okay and and Julia you got into meditation because of why
2: well, I first learnt about meditation here, you know, at the Fellowship. Um, I hadn't really thought about it or done it before, so I didn't have to unlearn anything. Um, but I, I found it a little bit difficult to start with. That was probably because at that time, you know, I my brain was probably a bit more active um, and I found it difficult to, to quieten it. But... You know, like a lot of things, the more practice, the easier it becomes. And that certainly was the case for me. I wasn't a very good student with it to begin with. I would try and try and meditate every day and I'd do it maybe for a few weeks or sometimes a few months and then I'd sort of stop for some reason and get out of the habit of it. But I kept pushing myself to to get back to it because every so often, spirit would remind us how helpful and important a tool meditation was um, helping you to get to know yourself which in the early days was spoken about a lot and we were all trying very hard to find ourselves get to know you know what we were like and what our strengths and weaknesses were and meditation was a tool that we were told would really help with this so I persevered and Today, I do do it most mornings and really find it very, very helpful. I use it, you know, for many reasons, but mainly the reasons I've already given.
0: Okay, yeah, that's excellent. Thank you. And, Hedley, so I know you've talked about meditation many times to to, uh, people in our organisation. And I just wonder whether you might tell us a little bit about the technique that Obviously, all three of you use.
3: Yes. One is a visualization, which we're given to uh, see something in our mind, which is described to us, which is usually very peaceful. And we're given that. That helps us to go a bit deeper into the meditation. And the other thing which we use, we call the round breath. And I, I've heard from other organizations that some use a similar technique, which is very simply a breathing exercise where you take a very, very deep breath to start with, right in the depth of, uh, I think it's your solar plexus, and taking this. Breath in, you then release it, and then you keep that going in a circular way. And usually, about by the seventh breath of this continuous cycle of breathing in that way, taking this deep breath in and then releasing it, and keeping it going as a circle. Usually by about the seventh, you start to feel yourself quietly sinking, uh, quietly within yourself. Uh, So that is a, a very strong technique to use. But I just want to say that meditation is a very simple thing. It's nothing mystical, it's nothing complicated, very simple. However, some people find it difficult for different reasons. And it does take practice, I will say that. And the more you do it, the more accustomed you become to using it. And I think the more you use it in that way, the more you become accustomed to the practice, the more beneficial
0: it is. Go back to this round breath, you breathe out and, and you before you finish breathing out, you almost breathe it back in again. Is that what you mean by the you, circle?
3: You take a deep breath. Yes. And then release it. Taking in a deep breath again. And then releasing it in a calm way. But it is a continual exercise it is a continuous circle the important thing is in taking that deep breath to, to begin with you are putting oxygen into the brain and i think that helps to quieten the brain because we believe here that the brain is the physical part of our body uh our computer of the body if you would have it and The mind is the spiritual self, which contains so much, contains memory, creativity, intuition, so many, many different things. So what we are trying to do is to quieten the brain to allow the mind to surface more.
0: So, Hedley, as I understand it, um, you also use colours, do you not? to uh, help with certain human situations, feelings, emotions, that kind of thing. Is that correct?
3: Yes, yes. Um, If someone had a particular difficulty, let us say, with anger and something or somebody had caused them to get into a state of anger during that day using meditation we would surround ourselves with red which is the color for anger Uh, that's perhaps quite obvious and you would surround yourself in an egg of light of red and you would feel that taking over your body completely and you would stay in that egg of light of red light for a few minutes and then that would lead you on to the color of peace, green tinged with silver. And that by then, you would start to feel the anger being released from you. One would hope, and you're feeling more peaceful. And then finally, for this particular exercise, you would use the color blue, which I, I think is a quite a light blue, which is the color for meditation. and you would just surround yourself with that blue for a time. Now for negativity, it is a similar exercise where, You would start with burnt orange. And again, you would surround yourself with this. You would imagine it completely taking over your whole being, this burnt orange. After a few minutes of this, you would then move on to the piece of green and silver. Green tinged with silver. And then finally, that would then move on to the meditation color of blue. The third one, third exercise I would mention is for tiredness. And for this, you would start with a strong glowing pink. So if you are feeling tired, as sometimes we do in our day, you would surround yourself with this strong pink, again, feeling that it was really taken over your whole being. And from that, you would go straight into the color blue, uh, the meditation color. and you should eventually, when you come out of your meditation, should feel quite re-energised and revitalised. So those are the three main exercises we use with colour.
0: Brilliant. Thank you very much for that, Hedley. All three of you mentioned that there's certain difficulties. Now, I, for one, uh, find it difficult. And um, I think with me... I have trouble with my brain switching off. Now, <laughs> is that something that you experienced, Priscilla, would you say, in the past?
1: The, the brain switching off.
0: Or not switching off in my case.
1: Oh, yes. Uh, that can be, depending on how you are, the brain can interfere a lot and keep you from going deep into meditation. But that's not a bad thing. Perhaps that's the thing that you need at that time. And as Hedley was speaking about colour, sometimes colour is almost given to you in a meditation as well, which helps quieten the brain as well.
0: So, Julie, how would you quieten the brain, would you say? What what methods would you use? Because as soon as I start thinking I'm meditating, all of a sudden I think I can't be meditating because I'm thinking about meditation. (laughs) Therefore, I can't be meditating. It goes into a little circle with me, and uh, I'm a... I'm a really bad example of this. So how about you? Did you have that problem or not?
2: Well, yes, I I used to. um, I still do occasionally. As, As Priscilla said, sometimes it is more difficult than at other times to quieten the brain. But what really helped me was a number of years ago, we had a couple of lectures about the difference between the brain and the mind. And I really began to understand more that some of my thoughts in meditation weren't necessarily so much the brain. If you think about it, you're trying to quieten your brain going into the meditation and then maybe sometimes thoughts will come to you. And I now believe that a lot of the time these are just thoughts coming from my mind because a lot of our day, our thoughts are from our mind. So I can be sitting very relaxed in what I believe is a meditation and in a way, having conversations in my head. It could be things I want to write or maybe conversations with people. I've come out of a meditation and gone straight to the computer and written down some thoughts to put in a letter. Um, So, you know, I can feel very relaxed from that meditation, even though I've had a lot of thoughts swirling around, if you like. Um, so, but at times, you know it, it, I think it is the brain, but i I've learned not to worry about that. I tend to just let them go and then just maybe focus on something like something simple for me because I'm not really a visual person. So I might try and imagine a, a small piece of crystal, which I could imagine might be my own little shroud of crystal, and that helps me to to refocus and stop my brain. Um, I do use the colours as Headley has explained, and I find that quite helpful. So, um, as I say, I don't worry so much about the brain as I used to because I really do feel a lot of the time it is my mind.
0: Okay, well that, that's that's um, very interesting, I must say. So you've mentioned your benefits, you your physical benefits. You're feeling a lot better. You can get rid of anger. And uh, tiredness and many other things like that so it, it is a helpful mechanism for connecting with who you are as a spirit. would you say Hedley? um I would
3: yes its uh, it it is one of the keys for spiritual development and I think the most important benefit for the perhaps the most beneficial aim in using meditation is to find peace and quiet within your own being. And as you become more peaceful, you see things with greater clarity within your mind. You are able to deal with a difficult situation with greater clarity. And it also means, and I think this is important, when it comes to communication with other people, if you can be quieter, listening more, and be in a more peaceful state so you could find the right words to use in a particular situation. I think all of that is very good. And it also enables you to think a little more before you speak. And I think that is important.
0: Well I think you've all three of you given many reasons why meditation is something that everyone should be doing. I think meditation really should be a mainstream occupation. It, does that make sense to you, Priscilla?
1: Yes, because I think that it, over many, many millennia, human beings have lost the ability that they once had to do this automatically.
0: Okay, and, and and Julia, anything else to add before we come to the end of our podcast?
2: I think I'd like to say that if people are trying to meditate don't worry if perhaps you don't meditate I think the important thing is to get in the habit of finding a quiet space and sitting down for 10 15 20 minutes and getting your body and in particular your brain into a good habit of quieting down or trying to quieten down and if you try and do this every day then almost like an exercise you might do physically this will become easier and your brain will get used to being told almost to be quiet for 10 minutes and then the meditation will come but really don't worry about it because I think if you start worrying you know am I meditating I should be meditating then that's not a very relaxed place to be so just get used to sitting quietly every day And if you keep persevering and maybe ask for help, because when you ask for help, perhaps to meditate or for anything, these things are heard and maybe someone will draw near and uh, help you. But I think the endeavour is the important thing and it really is beneficial and it will come in time.
0: The Erasmus Foundation is a spiritual teaching and healing center based in Laxfield, Suffolk in the United Kingdom. We have a webpage www.erasmus-foundation.org or email us info at erasmus-foundation.org Thank you for listening.